The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. And knowing that you're dedicated listeners, I know that you know this is season two, episode eight, part two. So No, it's not. No, it's not. Episode season two. I know episode, that you know it, that you're wrong. It's, season two, episode... It's season three. <laughs> That's no, correct, not. yes. Yes, it is. Fuck. Hey Chris, <laughs> you, want tell, you want to tell us about uh, uh, you got a fun fact for us there, buddy? Or what, well, I was going to break my fun fact down. You know, I did a lot of you know, like I was saying, I did a lot of research on uh-huh. Latvian gangsters. Um, so I was just right. going to kind of include that because I did promise some Latvian gangster information. So there's a big cafe in the center of mm-hmm. of Rig, Latvia, and okay. they hang out there in front of tables. They have a lot of gabagool. Um, they sit around. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have capos, and and uh, there's a guy named Tony. Tony. Oh, okay. So you're just. I think oh, you're shit. describing the Sopranos. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. basically the same thing. Oh, oh, they're Latvian. Yeah, I've seen this yeah. before. Yeah, you guys didn't know Tony was Latvian. It's not I know. T O N Y. It's T O N I with that weird yeah. little double dot thing. Oh, the yeah, umlaut. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh shit. The gabagoomlaut. Put those on an I. <laughs> the gabagoomlaut. I thought that was just the U. Like hey, Jay, can I draw attention to something? Yeah. Um, because uh, I did this. Uh, I did okay. what I thought was the responsible thing to do last week, and I got called out for it. Um, I kind of took over Chris's introduction to tell the listeners what we were going to be doing this week uh, because I didn't think he was going to do it. You guys got pissed at me. And guess what? We let Chris try to do the intro and he doesn't talk about what we're going to be talking about this week. <laughs> this is a continuation of last week. Just exactly. to be clear, people are. Wondering if, in case people forgot, we left you off in part one of the gumball rally, yeah. uh, where they were just about to cross the Latvian border, but there's been some concerns that cars have been getting hijacked right off the road. You know, dudes getting held at gunpoint, telling them to get the fuck out of their cars and leave it behind. So the jackass boys, they're going into Latvian territory. They don't know what they're about to get into. And that's where we're at in the story. Now, before we jump right back into it, is there any other business we need to clear up first? I mean, this this is already a disorganized intro, so we might as well clear up all of the... Just lay it all out you there. You know what's funny? Let's just fucking dive in. I was, before what? you said this was disorganized, I was like, man, by all accounts, for us, this is pretty good. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> we, did, we did a pretty good <laughs> okay. job. We got right into oh, it. Fuck yeah. We didn't talk about uh, how I almost burned down the Christmas tree. Uh, we didn't talk about our, our family outings. Uh, no, I think we're doing okay. Okay, good, good. So if there's no more business uh, going once, going twice. I do have a grievance. Three I times. Grievance. Oh, oh okay. shit, we almost made it. Please yeah, Chris, what is your grievance? <laughs> Mikey, you got to do something about your mustache, man. It's a little too intense. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got to like at least trim it a little bit, you know. I I'm do trim it. This is trim. This is this is ready to go. This is this is like my my. Uh, uh, I, I sit once a week in front of the mirror for about an hour, and I, I go to town on this thing. Well, take two hours it, next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, how about this? Yeah. How about this? Grow a beard and then we can talk. Look, look how good that is. It's nice and thick now. It's all organized. 
It's organized unlike your intros to this episode. All right, that was my business aired. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, unorganized, unlike the Latvian mafia, very organized, uh, which we may or may not encounter. Yeah, in this next segment. So the boys are basically just getting into Latvia. It's sketchy here. We're not really sure what to expect. This is the part of the show where you start you start to notice, you know, the production crew is really hamming it up. The music's starting to get a little more tense. You know, things are slowing down. People are whispering in the car, looking out the windows. It's nighttime. They're driving through like these sketchy ass roads. It really feels like they might have gotten carjacked here. They even decide at one point that, boys, this is too sketchy. We need to backtrack now. Just bypass this whole place. Uh, There's no way we're getting hijacked. So basically what happens is they pull back and they're waiting for a larger group of cars to form so they can continue through this territory. Their theory is if they're in a large enough group, it's going to be harder for them to hijack somebody, which is, I I think that's a sound strategy. You you would think so, or the gangs just get more cars. Like it's it, the, the craziest thing about this is like, well, first of all, when they first showed them driving through Latvia, I was like, my gut instinct was like, Oh, this looks so quaint. This looks amazing. Right? And then it's smash cut to, yeah, I, 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 I was thinking like that beautiful I, was just like, I would actually city, like you know? to be here. Yeah. hundred percent. And then that's when Johnny's like, this is sketchy as fuck. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't think and so. Steve goes, Latvian- well, the ladies are sexy though. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. He just he wakes, wakes up from his sleep enough. state and just ha- just like looks around. He's yeah, like, oh, he there's some hot chicks. And then goes back to sleep. Has no idea that this whole carjacking scenario has been going on yeah. the whole time. But he would be the guy if no, they no got idea. if the, if if their car got carjacked, Steve-O would still be in the backseat. He'd wake up like in the in like the, the <laughs> crime center HQ the of these of these Latvian gangs. Dude, you know what is yeah. funny though? I totally forgot about this. I, I can't believe I didn't think about this before. When I was a kid, a kid like 12, 13 years old, there's this other kid we used to hang out with. I don't even know where he came from. We bumped into him somewhere along the line, me and Matt, and this kid was a Latvian kid. And he just kept stealing cars and he would just like pick us up in a different car every day and we cruise around. And I was what? always so, I was shit, you know, and I was always so nervous. Like I'm rolling around in like a, a stolen Escalade, like this thing, just like sitting around in the car. Like <laughs> I didn't know that they were stolen cars at the time. Yeah. For legal reasons. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations on car theft is, is well beyond, uh, is, is much less than what, 15 years. Yeah. No, it was crazy though. So he was laughing and he was jacking cars. So. Maybe that's what the Latvian mafia really do. Well, it's a great idea. Like if they know it's coming through, it's like it, like it would be like I, I just picture the game Lemmings and like how the Lemmings just like keep driving, like walking through the same <laughs> path and then falling down. Like oh, oh. Everyone's like there's cars getting stolen up there and, and people just keep driving through because they think nothing, nothing can hurt them. Like you imagine- sacrifice those first two guys and then you yeah. get the ladder guys to build it over the carjacking yes. spot. <laughs> And then the parachutes, and you're good to exactly. go. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Gumball Rally's not making out of that thing unscathed. There will be people getting things stolen from them. But the wildest <laughs> thing is, like, security is telling them to back down. Everyone's oh, telling yeah. them to turn around. And Pontius yeah. is like, nah, I, I, I don't care. It, like, it, it just, it's wild because, like, it would be like if you knew you lived in a place where people were setting up mouse traps, and then Pontius is just like, yeah, but I want peanut butter. Like, I'm gonna take the peanut butter from the traps. I don't care. Like, he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it was also, I'm really fucking good at mouse traps, so it's not even a big deal. What a great yeah. fucking game. I, I don't know how that board game was played at all, but I did no, do I. I did know how to, to get that weird Rube Goldberg machine. Rube, what was, Rube what Goldberg. was the other one that came out around that time? It was like something to do with grapes. Grape Crush or something like that? Yeah, like crushing really? grapes. Or, it was like really grape cool. Escape. But it's grape Escape. It was Grape Escape. escape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another one that we had no idea how to set up, but like it looked cool in the commercial. 
100%. <laughs> so they're basically hanging around, seeing how many cars they can get. Steve-O gets in another nap here because he's sleepo. Um, actually, speaking of that whole sleepo thing, Mikey, tell me that this whole Steve-O waking up behind enemy lines thing <laughs> is totally not the plot to some Pauly Shore movie because it totally sounds like that. Honestly, it, it does sound like that or like right? or like uh, the Owen Wilson behind enemy lines or something like that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of like so, an Encino Man story where instead of okay. like falling asleep and getting frozen in ice, he just falls asleep in the back of a car in a, in a, in a drug-induced stupor and uh, and wakes up in, in, in a crime syndicate. Yeah. Or it could be like in the army now. He thought he was, he, they chose the water division because they didn't actually want to go to war, not realizing that the war was going on in the desert and they're fighting <laughs> right. a desert storm all of a sudden. So Right, right. Yeah. yeah, really the war was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> uh, we decided basically at this point though, the Jackass crew, I should say, they've decided, they've got about seven to eight cars. Fuck it, we're not waiting any longer. Let's try not to get jacked. So they're just driving through the night in Latvia. It's about 9.13 p.m. and they get lost in Malta. Uh, what's wrong with Malta? Oh, four people got jacked here? Sweet, awesome. And they took their uh, money too. So Not just the cars, this, they took their money yeah. too, yeah. And we get a little dramatization here, um, which is like clay figurines that they, they made like a stop motion video of, of guys getting carjacked, which I thought was no this crash, out of place. But that, that was the car crash. This the this this reenactment oh, okay. yeah, was yeah, the yeah. one where like Pontius did that thing where he covers the bottom half of his mouth and goes inverted. So it's like his oh, okay. chin, like Never the mind. eyes on the chin. And he's yeah, like yeah. a pirate. Yeah, you're right. That comes later. The claymation comes later. That the, the upside down pirate thing was good, yeah. though. Um, but, uh, we're at the Russian border now. Um, we drove through the whole night and basically they're there. Like this whole, we're going to get carjacked plot just kind of gets dropped out. The hatch opens and we're done with that. Forget about it. The threat is gone. Let's go get something to eat. Um, they're in a place I can't pronounce at this point and I don't want to make an ass of myself, so I won't bother with they're that. They're in Krajnogorodkoye. Uh, thank you, Mikey. They're going to have some vodka and laxatives here with a guy. That's a... <laughs> I, I can only assume that's a joke, but uh, they're passing around the vodka, and uh, yeah, it looks like a good time. A, a little stopover in a small Russian village of some sort. Honestly, that bar looked fantastic. I would love, like, I don't know how they found it, but also, like, when you picture Russia and you hear about what goes on in Russia, like, did would you guys have pictured this, like, it just, like just people going and hanging out at a bar like this? Like, it's not, it, I don't know, I just always figure it's, like, much more serious and like there's people like around like i know that's that's like a uh an archaic way to see it but it's just like just You're picturing this is a western it's a western you're gonna walk well, in a little you know. bit or, or like like just more <laughs> just less Fight's rural i out. guess you know like I more, what you mean. yeah there's yeah i like after being in ukraine before and i know they're kind of similar and stuff along those lines in terms of like culturally like you have the city centers but a lot of it is rural things like one of my things i've always wanted to do is just meet with random russian people in russia and just like sit at a table and they just have like a shot glass and a bottle of vodka yes like they were doing olives and like usually like some kind of like caviar some shit like that or maybe caviar if you're with the right ones and just sitting there and just smoking (laughs) cigarettes and just like shooting the shit and laughing and just getting drunk like that's kind of the vibe they put on some weird techno music and you're just like (laughs) just drinking doing nothing lovely sounds like a lovely yeah I'm in. Uh, St. Petersburg is next up on the list. 
and uh, it's about 2.16 in the a.m. now, and we got to slow down a bit because there's cops here. So they were supposed to have an agreement with the cops. Like, obviously, the, these dudes have a lot of money, the guys who host the gumball rally. So I guess it's either just one of two. The cops don't give a fuck, or maybe they don't know. Maybe, like, the message didn't really have the reach that it needed, but um, these police are giving the guys a hard time, and this is where we get the very first Chris Pontius line. Please refer Darn. to the shirt and figure uh, B here on your screen if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, Russian police are stern. Stern but fair. And uh, Chris, I know this is like your favorite Pontius My favorite line of all ever. time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. Like I literally bought a t-shirt that said on it. It's just like I think about this all the time. I use this all the time in so many circumstances from the point that I first saw this all the way till t- present time. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is, but it's just that little smirk on Pontius's face, I just that that way he delivers lines and he just has that char- charismatic personality about him. And it's very true. Like they're stern, but they're they're also fair <laughs> as we it's, go to see. It's amazing. Uh, uh, you know, you mentioned in the last episode, Chris, how either when they were stuck at the border uh, of Lithuania, I think the Lithuanian border, was it or was it yeah. the Latvian border? It was either, in trying to get into Latvia from. Lithuania. Yeah, right, right, right. And uh, everyone's stuck for like six and a half hours. They've taken everyone's passport. No one's no one's making it by. And Pontius just decides to make a joke of it and have fun with it. And you can tell, like, it's got to be frustrating. They eventually get pulled over three or four times from the cops. They're pretty, pretty certain it's it's four times, says Johnny Knoxville. And the whole time, you know, you you cut to Pontius and he's just the same thing. Russian police, stern, stern, but fair. And you could be pissed off there. And I bet you if it's just Johnny and it's just Jeff Tremaine, they are. So thank God in a case like this, they had Chris Pontius there to just lighten the mood a little bit and give us what I agree with you, Chris, is probably my favorite line in Jackass history. Yeah. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Dimitri looked like a gobnik. What is it? What is it? It's, it's like a, it's like a kind of like a subculture in like Russian and Eastern European. It's like the kind of criminally kids, like the scummy kids. They always wear like the, the Adidas track suits. And like you, like you, you've, you've definitely seen that type of look yeah, before. No, no, they're all sure. over, all over Eastern Europe, and he has that literal outfit on with that Russian hat and stuff like that. So, like the tracksuit mafia in uh, exactly in, in uh, Night. Uh, God, what is it? Nighthawk? Fucking Jesus! One of the Marvel shows. I can't believe Hawkeye. Jesus! I don't know why that took me so long. Yeah, there's the actual tracksuit mafia. It's pretty cool. So the um, point here that um, I, I want to tack on to Chris's point about Stern but fair for a second as well because. You know, this is, I was scared this was going to turn into a, I didn't do it, you know, Bart Simpson type of situation where (laughs) we got the line and I was, I was happy. I could have went to turn this the fuck off and just had a sound like 12 hours sleep. I was just so content with life, everything, all the planets aligned and everything. I literally cheered. I literally cheered when it happened. Yeah. And then you get the line again, like five minutes later, we're getting stopped by more cops and he does it again. Russian police, stern. Stern but fair. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, it was almost as good as the first time. Honestly, Maybe he should better, just stop better. there, cut his losses. I seriously think that the thing that makes it funny is the subsequent times he says Repetition, it because it yeah. has a whole new meaning every time he says it. It's yeah, like, and we it keep almost, getting it. And we do. And, and it's almost like he's looking to the camera saying, like, you'll never break me, Russian police. Like, that's that's like his protest <laughs> song. That's the best part about it. He's, he's the real he's the Rocky Balboa and Rocky Four here is what you're saying. Yes. Um, yes. 
Unbreakable American spirit. Day four, 6.45 in the a.m. now. They just got pulled over and they're on their way again. Basically, by the time they kind of make their way and get out of this mess, we get a report, I think, from Knoxville where he says, we've had two hours of sleep in the last 60 60 hours. Um, Their visa is only good for one full day in Russia. So there's no time for these guys to sleep unless you're sleepo, of course. Yeah. Um, And basically, they just got to keep hauling ass. So you really start to feel for these guys at this point in the show. Um, We do get somewhere where they, um, you know, they take a bit of a break and we get a a bit of a dance off with the Russians. Someone's playing like an old timey piano. Great visual. Love this part. And you get another um, check-in with with Skinny. You know, Skinny, yeah, we, we talked do. about Skinny the last time. And it's here that I realize that I think Skinny is the anti-Stevo, or at least the anti-Sleepo. He's like, you know, <laughs> they're both nemesis, kind, yeah, he's yeah. like dark Stevo, where like Stevo is, you know, <laughs> shaved head, no facial hair, whatever. This guy's like, and they probably look similar if they had similar hairs. He's got the dreads, like the dark hair. Sleepo's been <laughs> getting all the sleep in the... He's had 62 hours of sleep in the last 60 hours. <laughs> Skinny has had uh, basically none. He's miserable, no sleep, dreadlocks. Steve-O's sleeping up a storm in the back of the seat. He's having a great time. He's got no hair. They're just like the opposite people. It's great. Yeah. Like it gets sketchy spy. here. It's spy versus spy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Batman versus Joker scenario. Yeah. So this is, I got to ask you guys here because this situation gets a little sketchy. You know, your visa's out in like less than 24 hours. You got to get out. Uh, They're starting to debate, especially Skinny here. He's saying, fuck it. I don't care. I just need sleep. I'll stay at this hotel regardless of the situation we're in. And like, there's even a chance they would miss the ferry if they slept there and not be able to get out of here. What do you think would happen if you woke up and everybody was gone and you're alone in Russia and your visa's expired, like how soon are the authorities, the secret police coming and, you know, nabbing I, I you know up? exactly what happens. He'd be in his room. The secret police would be coming, but he'd set up a whole bunch of booby traps. <laughs> home Alone style, baby. Oh, he got yeah. Home Alone in Russia. Oh, home Alone for my I was I almost cut in front of your joke because I was going to say I'd go straight to my brother's hotel room and look at pictures of his girlfriend and say woof like I was I was on the exact same page that's great <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome I love that you said that see now I'm glad I asked that question that was uh, instead of a tarantula what, what what's Russia's animal tiger Ooh, <laughs> or like a Siberian, <laughs> Siberian tiger, tiger or something or like some that shit? yeah a bear no isn't it a bear, a bear yeah. yeah it'd be one of those cool bears that wrestle all the friggin uh and like all the you know those guys the, the dagestanis yeah the kabibs <laughs> the kabibs <laughs> well they all looked exactly the same they have the exact same beard they, the exact honestly, same build the exact same ass your ass. potential yeah, yeah exactly yeah. So we got to get moving, though. It doesn't look like the guys are staying overnight here. They they do make their way off to Helsinki. Uh, there's about four or five hours left to go. Um, basically, like this is a 252 miles, and I mean, at this point, it's it's looking like you can really really tell these guys are getting worn out. They're getting tired. Yeah. Um, we got another uh, Chris Pontius Russian Russian police stern but stern but fair on the way out, and uh, and this this Russian policeman is like taken from golden i-64 like right we can agree <laughs> russian military hats are too big right like these are they were they were so <laughs> good in golden eye because you could shoot them off them and they do the flippy thing that was amazing that yeah. was the best part of golden eye <laughs> like right. every hat basically acted as like body armor for them you could just shoot it right off their head but those hats what are they doing why why are they that big that is absurd 
probably keep you fucking warm in that cold, cold winter. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, man. well, I mean, the fur ones do, but like the military ones that are just like a cop hat. But for some reason, like, I think it's because they're smart. Is it, yeah, ex- explain. Well, when you're smart, you got a big brain, so you got a big oh. head. They play a lot of chess out there. They play. Oh, that's true. They do play so a lot of like, chess out there. So people can't kind of read their brainwaves. So they have these big hats. And that's how now we become grandmasters of chess. Yeah. So why wouldn't the chess players? Level, you can why wouldn't the how chess players be wearing chess? the hats? So that you couldn't see their brainwaves. No. Why wouldn't the chess players be wearing the hats? No, they, that I know is not true. For a fact. Well, I've seen the Queen's Gambit. I know this. I've played the board game based on the TV show Queen's Gambit as well. That show's so that's... accurate. You you play you visually hallucinate chess pieces on the roof every single night. <laughs> Did you know they made a board game based on Queen's Gambit, the TV show? No. It's they called did. chess. Who would know that? They made they made a board game. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> Why don't you just and play you, chess? I know you've played it, yeah. Well that's, that's that's the weird thing about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well maybe they're not that smart after all. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's day four now, guys, 1047 in the AM. And I got to I gotta say, ladies, it's time to line up because uh, this is your chance to smell Steve-O's undies. He's going to put them on his head and run around and ask people to smell his head. Uh, this is getting real, uh, real strange, boys. Real strange at this part. <laughs> They're grasping at straws at this point. Really yeah. grasping. Uh, but hey, let's jump around like idiots in our American undies for a while. And uh, maybe we'll even wrestle naked for a little while. I don't know. Teach me some Russian. This whole thing here. He goes up to a guy in a car. He says, teach me some Russian. Um, and he, I can't remember exactly what he asks him. Do you guys, did you have this in your notes? I, I, for some reason I didn't write it down, but I know it was ridiculous. There's no, no I remember when he, it. when he learned German. Uh, okay. But I did, I didn't remember him learning Russian. Actually. I, I must've missed that part. Actually. You know what? That's what the wrestling naked line was. I didn't tie this together. Well, sorry, listener for that was a train wreck, <laughs> but that's what that was. That wrestling naked comment is what he wants to learn in Russian. So he asks the guy, oh, right. teach me this in Russian. Right. This right, whole right, fucking right. part though, felt like a Tom green bit. Cause he's, he he's did. like, yeah, he's like doing that whole Tom green, pushing the envelope so far until the, uh, you know, other person is uncomfortable and basically either just, doesn't know what to say or just takes off, which is exactly what happened. This guy just kind of turns and he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Right. Leave do me alone. Think, like, um, it, do you think they were? I don't know. It feels like that would be the last thing that I'd want to do. What would you guys rather do? Drive through the Latvian gang territory in your car with 15 other people or wrestle another guy in American underwear in uh, St. Petersburg, Russia? Honestly, which which would you feel more comfortable doing? Hmm. I, I'd like to wrestle the guy, to be honest. Would you? I feel like you would get arrested for doing that. I feel like immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. just I can't imagine you getting away with that shit over there. You know, Russia's, like, yeah, no, wait, I know. No I, I get that. <clears throat> but number one, wrestling a dude is always fun. That's true. That's true. So at least you have the fun aspect. That is true. That, and that then and driving, if you get arrested together, you can wrestle him in jail, too. That Well, that's exactly it, right? <laughs> yeah. You might learn some rematch. new moves. Yeah, fuck yeah. Rematch, yeah, the rematch. <laughs> now you're in a cage match. It's great for the rest of your life. <laughs> no getting out of that one. Uh, yeah, so we're finally at the fucking finish border, boys. We're finally here. Oh, my God. Where did um, Gooch come from at the border, by the way? Gooch hasn't been around the whole time. That's a good And question. then he just shows up. You remember Gooch, Chris, don't you? Yeah. Yes, I do. I don't know. That's a good question. And in uh, Trip Taylor, he also shows up here. And I'm like, I, dude, you haven't seen these guys the whole time. You've been in the minivan and you've been in the Jaguar. You've seen these places. I, I didn't see any of these guys. Maybe I, I met did. them in Russia and they wanted to go on the cruise. 
It honestly, that's kind of what it felt like. Seriously. That would be the smartest move, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, basically, you know, we're still going like this. This to me at this point, I even wrote my notes that like you see it. I've already said it like you see it in these guys like they're fucking exhausted. I was starting to feel like this. Um, Like I just felt like I needed to like go and lay down for a while watching this. Like I would not (laughs) want to do this. I think I would actually side with Chris and just do the fucking wrestling match because my God, this like I love a good road trip. But dude. I don't think I could do this shit. Um, they're at a point here where Steve-O is just, he's like, you can tell this dude can't keep it together. He's sleeping again. Uh, they pour some cold water on him. And instead of like the happy, oh, you got me, Steve-O, he's, he's, this is angry Steve-O when he wakes up. Steve-O's always angry when he wakes up, though. Like, that's, that's to be expected. But I started to pick up on this vibe. Did you guys pick on this, pick up on this too, where like the crew is now upset with Steve-O and like their pranks have a little bit of malice. Even here when sure. Pontius pours the water on him, there's a little bit of like, yeah, well then dude, don't be fucking sleeping all the time. You know, like, did you, is, is 100%. am I crazy? In no, that? no, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And yeah. here's here, by the way, if you can see, I mentioned this in the last episode after uh, when we were talking about Steve-O headbutting the potato chips in this scene, when Pontius pours the water on Steve-O's head, which would be 1500 miles away from where the potato chips were crushed you could still see the crumbs from the potato chips in the back of that <laughs> car the greasy uh, chips too uh, yeah, yeah yeah so the the um next part we have to get on a ferry boat in finland on the way to stockholm sweden sweden here and basically they decide before we got to do that shit let's just you know let's let's take a break there's an all-you-can-eat buffet we can go to um, and that's what they're going to do. But before they get there, they have this conversation with a guy who apparently got into an accident that's ahead of wild. them on the road. Yeah. He's even got like a Polaroid, a bunch of Polaroids with him that he, he took. And like, it's a gnarly looking wreck. The front of his car is just like pancaked and the dude almost got his ear severed off. He turns to the camera and you can tell it had to be stitched back on. Like this is a real, uh, Mick Foley getting stuck between the ropes situation. Dude <laughs> yeah. almost lost his fucking ear. Yeah, Nuts. it's uh, it's it's gross. Uh, but it, it's almost surprising that this didn't happen more often. Like, clearly, everyone's drinking on this road trip too, right? Like everyone, you know, when they get to the hotels, you see even before when they were leaving. I think uh, on mission three to go or three or four to go to Saint Petersburg, when they're like, "Yeah, we got the Russian military a- escort," and there's one of the guys is just flat out drinking outside of he's just fucking drinking and having a dart, and yeah. uh, you would imagine. You see the donuts outside of the uh, outside of the Latvian border. Like, I'm surprised that this is the only accident and curious to see whether or not it was the only accident. I'm like, see, the other thing is, too, though, it's like you can't drink and not sleep without falling asleep. They're definitely doing blow. So they're drinking, but they're doing driving lines, driving lines and drinking cancel out drinking and driving. It's a known fact. <laughs> what, is a dri- what is a driving line? Oh, if you just do a, if you're too drunk and you need to drive, you just do a line first and then you're good to go. It's like you're normal again. Oh, Chris, shouldn't we call that bumper cars? Yes, we should. Like that would we be way better. <laughs> so, well so I think they don't have getting those accidents, but I, I'm pretty sure yeah. every year in the gumball, there's definitely a few wreckages. Yeah. Yeah. So those pussies mean, not doing driving li- bumper cars. <laughs> yeah. Skinny is, is like made of, of cocaine at this point. Like yeah. that guy is, is you mentioned eyes, it, Chris, and I need to pick up on it. Eyes. Glazed over. Yeah. His eyes are as, as wide as an eight ball and as white as what's inside of them. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So here we <laughs> finally get, uh, we get, we get Steve-O and Pontius kind of, 
like they they spring back to life for a segment here, which I fucking love. This is basically this line says it all. I came on this cruise ship to party. Let's get fucked up. So the guys start drinking. There, this we get a bunch of like cool stunts and stuff here. Just like it's a nice. Finally, they're doing some jackass shit kind of moment. Well, th- this uh, is the best thing. This is full circle yeah. for Stevo. He started. Oh, totally. He got his start being a clown on a cruise ship. Oh, so yeah. he was he was yeah. running through his gimmicks like. He said he used to jump yep. off the top thing in the dining room. He did that upside down handstands down the stairs. So th- he was right back at home. This is literally how he got his start. Wait, Chris, oh, isn't yeah. an upside down handstand just walking on your feet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking did it, though. Like a real pro. <laughs> so you're telling me I'm good at upside down handstands? Yeah, you've yeah. been ups- upside down handstanding this yeah. whole time. That's I knew you were good at incredible. something. Yeah. Oh, I love man. that Steve-O, Steve-O gets up from his nap, though, like for this whole cruise ship party. Oh, he's, yeah. He's he is in. like the like the 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 cartoon cat that smells a pie and it just wakes <laughs> up and like floats his way to the windowsill. Like you get like the, the scent lines waking him up and bringing him there. Like he's just he's alive now. You haven't seen this much energy from him since mm. London when he was puking his guts out uh, uh, prior to the gumball starting this again. Like I said it last last episode, and I know you guys agree with it. This whole thing, if it didn't have Steve-O and Pontius, do you even think it would have been aired? Like, what would they have shown without them? You know, they might have made it into like a serious with... documentary. Like, it yeah, might have had a serious had tone to opposed to a jackass tone. Because, like, yeah. they, they had the, they spent the money, they had to do something out of it, but you could not run it at anything like a jackass without these two. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, you need them there. I mean, shit, if it, if you want to talk jackass, it didn't get more jackass than when they busted out shopping carts on a cruise ship and were going <laughs> down the steps. It was uh, a awesome. trademark right there. And meanwhile, all poetic this, in yeah. the fact that you travel halfway across the world and you can still find a good, old, still do good old fashioned shopping cart. It's yeah. the universal language. Do you think they were flipping the, the date signs in the elevator upside down? Remember we used to do that? I do. I do remember we used to do that on on our cruises. We, <laughs> why don't you explain what that means, Chris? You know, Mike, I don't have the energy to do it. Little, I don't have the energy to Nobody explain knows it. what we're talking about. When we were on cruise, like we'd be kids and we we're drunk and we just try and like get into trouble, do stupid shit. And they would have like in the elevators, they'd have these little plates on the ground that said like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, th- whatever the day of the week was. And mm-hmm. like one year, we just like one cruise, we're just like let's just flip these upside down so it doesn't show the date every time we're in the elevator. We did that. We proceeded to do that for the next like five five years of our lives. Every time we we're on a cruise, I'll still do it to this day. To be honest, we just got to get on another cruise. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You, you poor bastards. Like you're gonna eventually. You keep doing that shit. You're gonna go in the elevator one of these days, and there's gonna be a man with a beard down to his nipples, his shirt off, hasn't showered in weeks, scratching you know little markings on the wall, trying to figure out what fucking day it is. How long have I been out here? He came in on a Tuesday and he woke up the next day was Tuesday again. He thinks he's stuck in purgatory. (laughs) Get me out of this time suck. (laughs) So all this shit's going down, though, in the uh, cruise ship or all sorts of antics. And meanwhile, somewhere out there, Leonardo DiCaprio is sinking out on a piece of driftwood and the ship's going down. And these guys, I think they'd just go down with the ship if uh, if it was all the same to them. Who do you because think drowns and who do you fun. think stays on the uh, on the driftwood between Steve-O and Pontius? Steve-O and Pontius? Oh, Steve-O, man. he'd be sleeping. Pontius couldn't wake him up. No, Pontius, <laughs> Pontius is the uh, fucking... It's like, Steve-O, is... come on, move over. There's enough space for two. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, Pontius is 100% the selfless lover. He would drown right. Steve-O. Yeah, I agree. That's what I think. You know, he'd, he'd do it in a heartbeat. Um, but uh, hey, I went on a cruise ship and all I got was two knees. 
Steve-O with two knees here at the end. A bruise, a bump, so fucking swollen and big, just below the kneecap that I swear if he would have hit that, you know, a few inches up, he probably would have broke that fucking knee. That is a gnarly ass looks gross. bump. Yeah, it looks infected almost. Like, I, I don't Already. think I've seen a welt that big before, you know, just from a bump like that. That was uh, that was something else. But uh, yeah, the antics are over. Everybody's hung over as shit. And uh, we got to make our way now to Copenhagen. And uh, Sleepo is late getting off the boat. Couldn't be bothered, <laughs> I guess. Um, but hey, now he, we get he barely he barely makes it off. Like he's oh, running yeah. as the it's almost like he has to Indiana Jones his way off of the <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, jump the gap. Yeah. Yeah. How's that for a Tony Hawk gap for you? This is that you could tell like they're fucking fed up. This wasn't even funny this time around. Like, you know, like right. it's like it's building up like you were saying the last time. This time they're just like, man, like I fucking came into your room, I woke you up, and then you just fucking went back to bed. You were up and he's like, Was I? Like, fuck you, man. Like, we have shit to do. You're, you're a, you're a uh, Wild Boys expert, I think, more than anyone, Chris, right? H- has Pontius ever been this visibly pissed off at Steve-O before? Not that I've seen. I know. I've, I've, I've seen him I've, pissed I off at of, other people before, yeah, but not Aaron, Danger Aaron. I've yeah, seen him pissed exactly. off at Danger Aaron. But the, right. here's the scary thing about this is, I don't know about scary, if that's the right word, but, like, the most significant part about his anger here is that he's trying to joke, and you can tell he just can't hide his anger. It, it mm-hmm. would be one thing if he were like, oh, fucking Steve-O, you son of a bitch, or going at it just directly. He's trying to hide it, and I think it's because he realizes yeah. that if he pisses him off too much, they got to sit in the back of that car together <laughs> for the next, like, thousand miles oh. of the trip. It would suck so bad. Yeah. No, it's the worst scenario. You don't want to be in that one. How many knives do you think Pawnee has pulled on Steve-O on this trip? Ooh, Any man. guesses? Knife count? Should we do a knife count? Let's do it. Let's do a knife count. I got, oof, man. Would he have risked bringing those into Russia? Probably knowing him. You I think find them, you least... can find them in the streets in Russia everywhere. I'm sure they just got <laughs> switchblades just fucking sitting on the fucking set the stoplights, you know? Yeah. Did they go to McDonald's? Because I think that's the Happy Meal toy that they give away. <laughs> <Switchblade>. <laughs> Uh, oh geez but uh i gotta ask you guys just just like they asked chris pontius who do you like better sleepo or steve-o Ooh, i like pontius's response while you think about it because i love how he just says <laughs> i i i kind of hate them both because when he's sleeping i wish he was awake but when he's awake i wish he was asleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's honestly that's i, I like honestly my- think that is the answer that Especially is, at is. this time of Steve-O's life. Like, yeah, you get a bit of entertainment, but I can see him just driving you fucking nuts towards the end. I think I had an element of that with my family uh, growing up because I would either be in a fucking miserable mood and want to ruin it for ruin everything for everyone. Or when I was in a good mood, I would be the most annoying prick in the world. Like, you just, think just so much. You, energy. Said you think you might have done it. You still yeah, fucking yes. do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not miserable as often. As no, I no, you're not miserable anymore, but like you're annoying. It's because I keep just, it inside all miserably yeah. and it's all annoying now. Like I'm trying to yeah. like, from decorating the fucking Christmas tree. Did I even talk about this the other time? And you just, yes, oh yeah, you did. I did. Yes. Fucking weird guy. <laughs> you want to vent it again? We could do Kinda. it again. It's part two. Like if you want to, you know, well, he just <laughs> does a weird sketch. This, that's Mikey's life. It's like he does these yeah, stupid really fucking mean... sketches. And the more that you try and ignore it, you're like, just ignore him. He'll stop. And he he doubles down, and then he triples down, and we're all just like fucking, just don't look at him, just don't look at him. And he's in the background, yeah, and whether he's singing fucking, in a fucking tune he makes up, Mikey or doing Green some other over stupid here. shit, and then fucking finally you laugh, and then he stops. So I'm like, I don't know why we don't just laugh at the beginning. But the funny thing is, as much as I, it's so frustrating, 
he will not do it until it becomes so annoying that it gets funny. And that's yeah. to me is one of my favorite types of humor. <laughs> that, that's something that's so dumb that someone just keeps repeating and you don't want to laugh. And then you just fucking break down. So the not problem all, is, it, it has it has to be authentic. Like I, I have to annoy you before <laughs> it gets so funny because it's annoying. It's like the same thing where like you have to put Steve-O and Pontius in the back of that. You have to make them ADD out, which yeah. means it's going to be annoying as fuck. But that's how you you can't get a diamond without coal. I don't know how the fuck you. I don't yeah. know what that saying is, but something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't get a pearl <laughs> without a pussy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, that, hmm. they say that all the time. I yeah. thought about that. Yeah, classic <laughs> saying. Uh, they uh, make their way back to the road, though, and somebody like drops a fart so bad, <laughs> it's basically like they shit their pants, and it's it, you just want to escape. I got to ask you guys, I know we keep derailing, but I think that's what this, these two episodes are basically just, that's what it's for. We're here to derail shit. So in that spirit, tell me a story, if you have one, of a time you farted and cleared a room or something was so bad that uh, you know you ruined a relationship over it. It's well, never happened. I've got a good one. <laughs> Literally, exactly everything you said happened, except it wasn't a room. It was a car. My parents almost got divorced, and my dad mm-hmm. hit my mom with the car and threw up. So, my beautiful. Dude, yeah, Let's go elaborate right. on that story. So, I we were we were we went to like a greasy spoon breakfast together. Uh, it was you know I had a I had a lot of coffee, hash browns, eggs, all that stuff, and. Uh, in the car ride on the way back, I let one rip that was just just atrocious. It was right as it was we're a, pulling into the driveway. He couldn't have waited the <laughs> one and a half seconds. That's true. <laughs> it was right as you're which is which is the best time to do it. It's that's the best time because no one's expecting it. Everyone is, but also like we thought we're home def- free. <laughs> in my defense, Wrong. in my defense, the, if you have to take a shit. The, and you've had to take it you've you, it, you've been like struggling for a while the hardest place the, the the most difficult it is to keep it in is when you're five feet away from oh, 100 it's like you see it and you know that it's time you can let it go and then it's like yeah. no it's like if you tell yourself you're going to do 10 reps in in a workout the hardest are always going to be eight nine and ten but if you told yourself you're going to be 20 you could probably make it to 17 18 19 and then it would be difficult yeah. like it's just that mental thing so I'd let this one rip as literally as we're pulling into the driveway, like, like halfway like in, the halfway turn is out. there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my dad, uh, uh, starts to gag and he's like, like stepping on the brake, like just jolt, like he doesn't know what to do. He's trying to roll down the windows. He can't stop the car. He's gagging. Everyone else in the car is like trying, trying to make a break. My mom opens the door to try to, to try to get out of the car. My dad doesn't see jolts on the brakes again hits my mom with the car they start to yell my dad throws up out the window (laughs) and they start to get in an argument like like mad awkward like like everyone is silent no one like it's serious they were almost i thought they were gonna get a divorce divorce for sure because my dad hit my mom with a car after he threw up up because i farted in the back of his car one second away from being outside of the car (laughs) it's pretty good it's pretty good like I didn't think a fart could have that much power that it could Neither almost did I, but destroy if you a smelled family, this, Jay, you know? like, broken home from a broken bum. I yeah. got a, I got a call from Nick Fury after that. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me to join the Avengers. We could Avengers. use you. Yeah, we could use a guy like you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that is fantastic. Hey, completely unrelated to farts, but um, 
there's one story I could quickly tell because I was trying to think there's got to be one I can tell of a stinky fart. And I'm sure there's there's one out there that I have, but I just couldn't think of one at the moment. But I was thinking of this story the other day where uh, I remember when I was probably like 12, 13 and I was at my buddy's house staying the night over there and it, he had this sister who lived in the basement and she took like a huge greasy ass dump and it was one of those <laughs> ones where you go in and you, you a can greasy s- dump is the worst. Way to yeah, dude. I'm t- I'm talking like it's the kind where you go in the toilet and you can kind of see there's like a little brown knob in the hole where the drain is and you can tell they tried to flush and it was un- flush unsuccessful mission failed and they left it for the next person. <laughs> oh no! But because I didn't I didn't want to be like okay like what am I gonna do here I had really had to shit I'm just gonna shit in there and, and hope for the best and of course I go to flush. <laughs> And it's just, oh, no. it's, a, it's a nightmare situation. I'm talking water coming down the sides, oh. you know, chunks, chunks, almost, you know, exiting the bowl. And I have to go up and tell this poor guy's dad, like, Hey, Ed, listen, uh, I probably shouldn't use the guy's name, but oh, too fucking late. Hey, listen, uh, your toilet's clogged. And of course, of course, at that moment, I tried to make a point. I tried. I did the right thing. I tried to tell the truth because I always tell the fucking truth. I said, somebody went in there before me and it was already partially clogged. So you can't blame this on me. But of course, you know what happened? It was as if because she was up here. She she heard. She knew. She was cluing in. Oh, shit. I'm not getting caught red handed or brown handed here. So it was as if I was a Democrat walking into a Trump rally Mm-hmm. The whole room was just against me as soon as she spoke up. And you know, when you're the person who did the deed, you know, you got to just sell it. So you're like, you're firing on all cylinders to get the room to believe you. She got the whole mob. The whole family was after me. I could never go back there, man. I was the kid who plugged the toilet, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I The, the funniest thing about it is like in that scenario, you come up and you're like, hey, sorry, man, the toilet's clogged. Someone went before me. I don't know who someone went before me. All of a sudden, if someone stands up and is like, that's bullshit. No one went before you. I'd be like, definitely. It had to have been that person who did that. And she just boldface lied. I think if I were in that room, I'd be like, OK, I think I think I I think I for once actually agree with Jay on something. Thank you. See, it's nice after all these years to get that vindication because I've lived with that pain and that might be part of the reason I am the way I am today. So because <laughs> you, you go. got shamed by a woman over shit. I mean, yeah, it, fucking you know, girls, man, when teenage girls they can get away with so much shit, like literally in this situation, she got away with literally in this so one. much shit. She took that big greasy dumper and I, I, I know the truth. And even if I go to my grave knowing the truth, I'll know the truth. Damn it. Well, now the I'll Jackass know. fans know the truth as well, Jay. Now all you have some vindication. <laughs> Now you're going to get turned into a pee fetish. Yeah, great. Uh, Day five, boys, 109 p.m. We found some old ladies dressed as older ladies. Hey, (laughs) Chris Pontius asks, (laughs) what were old ladies in the 16th century like? And as she's answering, because this lady, you can tell she's ready. Like, she's prepared for this moment. She's got, like, the documentation memorized. She knows. She's a historian. She's got a degree in this shit. Before she can finish her sentence, Pontius just pipes up with, slutty? And uh, without missing a beat, she says, depends what you mean by slutty, which I thought, okay, good catch. Grandma's, you know, she's in for for the, uh, she's playing along. I appreciated that. There's multiple yeah. examples of how charming Pontius is. There's like when he's yeah. at the buffet and he's talking to that girl in a certain way, you know, like with these, like, how can you be a, a grown man and talk to older ladies dressed as older ladies and use that word slutty and get them like on board in a playful True. way. Like it, he's just, he's a, he's a magician. Yeah. He's a magician. He's when blown he away. He pulled that off somehow. Cause like, that's a pretty rough word to use with an older lady. Slutty. Right? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get slapped across the face, but who knows? They Maybe she's it. she's into some freaky shit. I don't know. I she looked she. I think I think it's not that Pontius is charming as much as he knows how to sniff out the Grammar Bertolis of the world. True, like from, True. from season yeah, yeah. what was it season two? Bertoli's that canola. grandma that wanted to 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 hose him down. I think he just I think he has his eyes on them. He can he, he knows who they are. What was that, Chris? It was uh, Bertoli's cannoli. Is that the? Yep. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Beautiful. I have some of her um, red wine vinegar. Mm. I thought you were going to say I have some of her hair or something fucking weird like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I just was looking at my thing and I'm like, I'm looking for red wine vinegar. I'm like, Bertoli. Okay. I'm like, wow. Bertoli. What are the chances well, of should, that? Grandma Bertoli. make some cannolis. Yeah. Get on it, man. Uh, listen, guys, we're going in to see what kind of crappy food they have here. Uh, cheese pate. Chris Pontius is just basically just shitting on everything, saying all this food sucks and I don't want to eat it, uh, which I thought was good. Uh, Sleepo doesn't even want to eat or do anything. He doesn't even want to jump in the fucking moat. Come on, like Stevo and moats. <laughs> that's like a that's like a match made in heaven. He doesn't even want to do that. So yeah, he better have packed his unicycle. It's surprising that he didn't. That's that's a little disappointing. <laughs> I think you guys are onto something though. That Knoxville, especially, it has been getting real fed up, and I think it shows 100%. right here when he decides, fuck it. I'm getting in the car with someone faster and better wearing, uh, this guy's wearing like a clown mask. I didn't catch who this was, but no, that was no, skinny. skinny. That was skinny. Oh, that was skinny. oh yeah. fuck. Okay. So he's in there with skinny and uh, rich Warren, the owner of fuel records. You both, you both know fuel records, don't you boys? You know, give me fuel. Give me yeah. fuck. Give me that one. Chop this off. Sure. That's he was, one. uh, he, he was the engineer on Yoko Ono's, uh, walking on thin ice. Did you look that one up? Yeah, of course I have. No, to he just knew that off the back of his hand. He's a huge Yoko Ono fan. He hated the Beatles. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really happy that she broke them up. Someone had to do it. <laughs> yes. Knoxville. If I puke, he says, it's going to go all over skinny for sure. At least he's fitting in. Like he's finding a way to bond with these guys. Get them laughing with that Knoxville charm. Um, but the cops are here, guys. And uh, slow down, they say. It, it appears that Skinny's printed license that he brought with him, printed at home, apparently, was just too big. So he said, sorry, you can't drive this car anymore, sir. Your license is too large. Please step out of the vehicle. <laughs> How does he think he's going to get it? Again, this is just people with enough money, I guess. Just believe they can get away with anything. Printing up a copy of your driver's license. Like, <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. Like, like I don't know. It looks like it was made in Microsoft Paint and then printed at, a, at like yeah. a library dot matrix printer. Like it was it was yeah. this was not the kind of thing that's going to pass as a is a, uh, a government document. It's like the first time you go to a buddy's house and they have one of those large novelty remote controls for their TV and you go, oh, look at this thing. And then after a few minutes, you're like, why'd you buy this? This is fucking stupid, man. <laughs> yeah, we're done with this now. We're done with this. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Chris got the grammar Bertoli. Yeah. He's, he's holding up the uh, the red wine vinegar. It's actually balsamic. Oh, uh, sorry. But so anyways. the speed trap is up next, boys. Um, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is the speed trap. I'm missing jackass at this point, boys. I, don't I know, know what to say. I know. Uh, but Pontius does whip his dick out behind the cop and doesn't get caught right here, which I thought was mighty impressive. <laughs> risky move. move. Risky move. It's cock so and ballsy. Risky. And um, so basically the cop takes, uh, I believe, the record dude's driver's license as well. Um, and he basically says, fuck it. I'm still driving. I don't give a shit. Hey, he's rich. He doesn't care. He'll pay whatever ticket he has to at this point. So yeah, how on does with that the show happen, though? Like, I don't understand how a cop takes the driver's license and yeah. then doesn't take Just the leaves. car. Like, yeah. what, what is he thinking is going to happen there? Yeah, I don't know. 
then that's there's not the logic doesn't really connect i don't know if they were just maybe fucking around maybe he didn't actually take the license but it, it seems suspect i don't know I, I, I think maybe I he think was hoping for you, a bribe it, well if you look there literally like within a stone's throw of the border if you're the cop you're like do i really want to deal with this fucking bullshit right now he's gonna be out mm-hmm. of my country in two fucking minutes literally true cops Could only be. paperwork that's the best way to yeah, get out of a cop situation. Well, then, but what does he do with his driver's license then? He's got to, he can't just like pocket like, it. I'll tell you, he's just doing a big dick move. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, all yeah, right, man, honestly, fuck with you. It, could, it could be that. Here's the situation. I get the fuck out of my country. Don't come that back. That cop just hated Yoko Ono and loved the Beatles and wanted to punish Rich Warren for that. Like all miserable human beings. Yeah. Who yes. Hate the, hate the Beatles. Exactly. It's a small club, right, Mikey? No. Like I, a select few. It's, it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm proud to be a member of it. No, okay, they're definitely meetings in church basements. You're a card-carrying Yoko owner, Ono supporter. Yes, and we're going to move right past the fact that Chris called the Beatles overrated. Yeah, Did they you are. also? Yeah, well that's, well, that's insane. That is that's so stupid. I think overrated is a little harsh, but I will agree. In like maybe like I'll give you I'll give you like ten percent support here and say that some Beatles songs that people are like, oh, the whole anthology is good. There's some shitty Beatles songs. There are, of course, there. There's some bad ones. There's some real stinkers. You know who doesn't have any shitty songs? Who's that? Don't say Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. Well, that's also (laughs) not true. That's actually not true at all. (laughs) You've been garbage for the past little while. I was really just trying to rev you guys up, but listen, there's uh, enough revving in this gumball rally, Chris. You don't don't need to do this. Touche, touche. We're getting to the finish line, though, boys. We're getting there. It's day five now, about 6.50 p.m., and we're at a party. Finally, we were promised parties in part one. We actually get a party here, and this this one looks like some fun. Like, they really let loose here. Um, so, basically, this is the one where it, there's, like, a dance floor. They've got people drinking and mingling. Like, it looks like they really... They deserve this. Like the, everybody fucking needed this so bad. And you can tell um, they do a little speech, which I don't know if they're just joking here or if this was actually true, but they say we're banned from London now. So we can't no, this finish was true, the race there. Cause they, they didn't yep. end up, they, they, they went to Bolu instead of, uh, okay, so that was instead of, in, of London. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love I that. Also, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say, I love that Tim Powers brought a firework and threw it off the balcony of like this eight story fucking building inside the the hotel. hotel. Yeah. Everybody gets kicked out. Yeah. I don't like Tim Powers. I want to be his friend so bad. No, I don't think you do. I think he tries to big dick all of his friends and I don't think he'd be a fun dude to be around. I I, man, to have a guy that's willing to steal the keys of an 18 wheeler in fucking Lithuania (laughs) and just have a Mexican standoff or a Russian standoff, whatever you want to call it. And be I a would grown say ass man. standoff, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't go there. That's pretty fucking stupid of me. But <laughs> he's a grown ass man. Oh, wait, but wasn't, oh, wasn't Lithuania the Mexico of Europe? Didn't didn't Pontius actually say that? Well, I did that on purpose. Thank you, Mikey, for clarifying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks for the save, man. Appreciate it. Pound the potatoes. See, Mikey, I think Chris is playing his cards right here, though, because you don't know. Tim Powers might be listening to this. He might love this fucking show, and that guy's got a lot of money, a lot of influence. You know, you got to say the right things here. Hey, Tim, if he if wants to dump some money into our Google AdWords account. I will steal car keys with you, and I will light off fireworks <laughs> inside hotels. <laughs> and I'll take the blame. I'll do a couple years for you. Just hit me with a milli when I get out, you know? Tim, I will buy you a brand new spider vest to go with those Oakley sunglasses. Uh, and, and we'll just, we'll, we'll go yeah. to Aspen and have a great time. <laughs> I bet he's got a fucking closet full of those spider vests, all like pristine. He just, he doesn't even wash them. He just throws them out and puts on a new one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also like James Bond, when he's just like, it's the same outfit in every, every hang. I feel like he's upgraded to Montclair though. 
He's like really stepping up. Oh, maybe up. a Montclair. Okay. You know, like that's yeah, Spider's yeah, new that. money. He's been around the game for a while. That's when you get that Montclair classiness. Ooh, I like that. I like that. By the way, Jay, you mentioned when you were talking about this, you're like, this looks like the party they deserve, this and that. This just looks like a hotel banquet room piece of shit part. This looks way it looked more like a convention, class. like a work okay, convention. That's okay. it. But it's <laughs> not about the room, Mikey. It's about no. what you do in the room. Light you off know? firecrackers. Yeah. yeah. Pontius was ready to fuck. Everybody was having a good time. People were rubbing and grinding on the floor, dance floor. Come on. You got to tell me there's at least a portion of those people went and fucked in the bushes because they couldn't stay in the hotel. Oh, 100%. You know, that's 100%. what we do have in those countries. Fucking yeah. bushes? Yeah. I went in Ukraine. I went to a club. And it was basically the best day I've ever had. It was like a hundred dollars per person. There was like ten of us. We didn't have our like a booth. We had our own like private room. They brought in like hors d'oeuvres and appetizers. The girl would be like, "Oh, can I get you a pack of cigarettes? Light your cigarette for you." There was a bouncer in front of the fucking in front of our room that literally just got hot girls to come in and stopped ugly girls from coming in. Like I was walking in and there was these three girls. I, sh- I shit you not. The first two are like hundreds out of 10. The second one was like a nine and a half out of 10. Like I would have been, I would have crawled in my hands and knees to like hook up with this chick. And he like looks at the first two. He's like, you're good. Looks at the third one's like, no. And she's like, but Whoa. these are my friends. And her friends ditched her and came into the booth. So I, I, I brought her in. I'm like, no, she's with me. So that worked out well. Cause she was still like hot. And then, yeah, you just basically take them out. It was like in the middle of a forest and then you go and have sex in the forest and then you switch them what? up for a new one. Yeah. It was the greatest fucking day ever. That is wild. We left a club yeah. at like 2 p.m. the next day. Like it was Ooh, 100%. You stayed the whole night. We got there at like midnight and we were there for like until like, I don't know, for what, the 14 hours. Was Skinny there talking about how he hasn't slept much in the last 60 hours? <laughs> Complaining as usual. Yeah. Dude, it was a crazy day, man. Holy crap. Holy shit. Okay. All right, boys. On we go. Beautiful England. Let's go. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. People in Denmark watching the cars go by from the overpass because they got nothing better to do. Uh, and uh, yeah, here we go. We just passed uh, nut nut shoved. Is that nut shoved? Do I got that right? Nut shoved. Wonder the population of nut shoved is. There's I some look weird it up. names of places in uh, England. Of course, I bet you could. <laughs> and I, my favorite stuff is cock fosters. I was just gonna say, cock but like fosters. there's like every time you're on the train, it's the last station. Cock fosters. Cock fosters. And also, uh, 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 what was it? Middle fart? Yeah, cock, uh, there, nut shoved a, in middle fart. There's a map. They, I seen it on Google Beautiful. Maps where you go if you go from mm-hmm. town to town, you hit like one town called like P. Like it's, it, I got, I'm never gonna remember it, but if I find it, I'll post it to our Instagram. Oh, so the story is just there's also another cool place. <laughs> no, it's just funny names. I just can't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to backtrack one t- out one of that. Time. So you, thanks, thanks for dragging me back in. Yeah. One time we were we were uh, we were driving as as a family, and Chris uh, Chris says to us, uh, we passed by this like uh, a casino or something, and and or like a racetrack. Sorry, it's a racetrack. And he's like, "Guys, you this is fucking wild. Do you know how much money the slot machines at that racetrack make every day?" And we're like, "Oof, I don't know, like two million three. Like I have no idea." And we're like, "How how many?" He's like, "I, I don't know, but it's fucking a lot." <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I forgot. I don't want to lie. I'm not a liar. I'm a man of the people. <laughs> Just like Jay, you know, like I'm not a liar. I stand on the truth. If I don't have the right fact, I don't say it. Just like the Lithuanian okay. gangsters. Yeah, yeah, no, that was all 100% factual. Yeah, <laughs> and don't look it up because you can trust Chris. Yeah, exactly. So now we're trying to find the uh, Schloss, Schloss Museum. You guys ever been to the Schloss Museum? 
Schloss. The Schloss Museum. Yeah. It's yeah, this is Schloss what I was thinking Museum. of where where Johnny learns how to say things in German. Right. And then asks really... this was Johnny, right? Who was yeah, yeah. But can you can you like you can tell at this point they're on their way back. The trip is almost done. This is the the most we've seen from Knoxville the whole time. And I bet you it's Tremaine being like, yo, we don't have enough content. Like we just did a whole three thousand. We've got a budget. We've got to give MTV something for this. You just got to go out and he, Knoxville does the thing. Remember, remember uh, the episode of Jackass where he goes to my anus and yeah. they just based a whole sketch off yeah. of him saying yeah, like, yeah, oh, I'm doing this in my basically anus. that again. That's all this was. Yeah. I'm trying um, to get directions to the Schloss Museum. Schloss Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a question for you guys. Sure. What is what do you think a Schloss Museum is? I was going to ask you that. Yeah. I was going to, I was hoping you'd look it up, but I'll try. I, I know, I know, uh, I know it. So, I'll, yeah. I, you know, my best guess, like, I know it's probably not right, but. Okay. Linguistically, it sounds as if it would be a place that has like all the artifacts of where they used to slosh wine, like slosh grapes for wine. Hmm. Mikey's. He's trying to impress or laughing. No, because no one calls it sloshing wine. But it doesn't that sound like that's what it would be called. Remember that fun video with the girl like Yeah, 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 yeah. She was one of the best fail videos either. So that's uh that's Chris's game. We'll do prices right rules closest without going over. Uh Jay, what is your what do you think it is? It's some sort of fucking fetish museum, isn't it? Like some dirty kind of like BDSM. You go in there and there's just some weird, weird shit for poking and prodding. There's gotta be. You would think so. I thought so. So I was looking it up, and it turns out the Schloss Museum is just a palace that's out there in in yeah. uh, in in, in uh, Copenhagen. That's kind of uh, boring, or, or around there. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really Shit. boring. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something big. That's why I looked it up. I was like, oh, haha. He's asking for where's the sex museum. I thought it was going to be like Schloss was sex or something. Like where's the sex museum? But no. So now we're going to play a game called drive down the highway with the U S flag waving out the window and see how many cars we can pass before somebody shoots the rear, the rear uh, window out of the car, because you're again, uh, probably angering a lot of these people who, I don't know, maybe don't like obnoxious Americans. Just a guess, just well, a guess. This, this wasn't someone shooting the rear view mirror. Did you, did, I, I, I played this back cause but... I didn't, I didn't get what happened, but did you guys like, did you understand what, what, took place in this scene with Pontius. Did you see, did you see it? Lay it out for us. So Pontius has his, he's sticking his head out the window with the American flag being obnoxious as Jay set up. And then he kind of like abruptly moves his head back in. And right after that, a post on the side of the road knocks the side mirror off, which means if Pontius didn't get back in, he would have lost his fucking head. (laughs) Jesus, It's wild. And they just kind of like, Oh, (laughs) that was Pontius is being Pontius. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little nuts. Like, uh, I, I feel like if you did that though, um, just, just like any of, any of these European countries, especially if they were still like just in Russia doing this shit, like, I don't know, man, that's pretty the, fucking the, sketchy. Yeah. The American element of it, you're always just like, maybe not so much in like Copenhagen, but, uh, but yeah, yeah in Russia, not. I was always like, I don't think they like that here, man. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Um, they, listen, they, if this were in Russia, he'd be on the side of the road and, and some a passerby or in, in a car next to him would have seen that he almost got his head cut off and he would have looked over to the, the person in the car with him and said, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> Good old Ivan Drago. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky reference number two. Thank you. Number two, baby. Somebody yeah, get yeah. the Rocky counter going. Uh, 
I love this part because there's so much fucking traffic. They hit a big traffic jam. They decide, fuck it, you know, gumball rally rules, baby. Let's just drive in the shoulder and pass everybody. Uh, before they realize after driving for, I don't know, like an hour, they've been going the wrong way. They're somewhere yes. in Belgium. They're lost. They're at like a cow farm. They don't know where they are. So they got to turn around and go back the way they came. Oh, man, that's... uh. That that, that always sucks. sucks. There's nothing worse than spending time on a road trip going in the wrong direction or like spending time that you'll never yeah. get back. Even that's Harry and Lloyd. I was going to say. They almost ruined their friendship. Dumb, dumb situation. <laughs> almost ruined their friendship. Yeah, dude. I feel like, Chris, you and I would have a good Dumb and Dumber style road trip on the back of like a weird little motorcycle like that. Wait we would a fucking hate each other, but have like a good time. <laughs> the what, scene we, where. We travel dynamics. Yeah, that's true. That's okay. True. This, the scene where I'm picturing the two of you, by the way, when I say this next part, but the scene <laughs> where the two of them are on the bike and uh, I can't remember who's in the front. It's Harry on the back, right? He, he pisses on Lloyd, I think. Yes. And they get off and he's frozen. He's stuck to him. Real talk. If you're driving down the highway and it's cold as fuck because it's windy, it's, you know, it's it's not the middle of summer here. Um, a guy pisses on your back. You might be a little pissed initially that it's happening, but I think there's a part of you that's, that's kind of like... All right, I'm okay with this right now. He even it's says warm. it. He says keep on going. It's warm. It's nice and warm. Yeah, and I then I feel the same together. way. Yeah, you know. But uh, anyway, we they went the wrong way. They turn around, and um, I, I just have in my notes here, and I, I don't even fucking recall what this ties to, but it just says licking Stevo's feet. So if somebody wants to jump in here. Uh, yeah, it, no, it's Pontius and uh, and Stevo licking each other's toes. Okay, it's, it's this you. is just again, it's like oh fuck, we've got. You could tell they just wanted to get the fuck home totally. and they're like, okay, let's just film a couple random things and, and get to this, this wild ass party, uh, which, which, uh, I think is finally the thing that they, they wanted more than anything. Never mind the one that, that, that they had that happened at that convention hall that, that you thought was so fancy. I think this is the part oh, that they really shut wanted. up, man. Come on. <laughs> I already explained this, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, fuck guys, we made it. We're in England now at this point says Knoxville. They went, holy shit 3212 miles total uh, they didn't win though but uh hey you know what day six it's one in the morning let's fucking party let's uh let's put this thing to bed they they go and they actually get a fucking gumball rally trophy which was kind of neat get a keepsake to take home remember this terrible terrible experience that's probably better <laughs> left forgotten and uh yeah that's basically the end of it and like i feel like i just fucking drove 3600 miles or whatever watching the gumball rally if i'm honest with you guys um, lots less partying than I, yeah, than I thought there was going to be. It was exhausting. And honestly, to be fair, I don't think they like this very much either to be real. Like, I think they didn't know what they were getting into. And once it started, it's like, well, fuck it. We got to finish. We're on contract here to have this episode out. So they had to do it. But really for me, I'm just going to throw this out here. My final words on this episode. I think it was a miss and I think it has a lot of like, fucking nostalgia for people and it has a lot of like uh, hype around it because of what it is in concept but honestly man for a jackass episode i could have done without this i would have just loved to have two more episodes of straight stunts uh in the season than this in my opinion what do you guys think i curious to get your thoughts chris i i I liked it i like it a lot i will say i don't like having to break it down and do a podcast on it there wasn't a lot like it's it's a lot different mm-hmm. when like we're talking about things and you're trying to find material and there there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of like big moments that are easy to break down and like actually kind of come up with some material about but sitting down watching this I like the journey man it's fun I'm I'm all about traveling and road trips I love when things don't go 
as planned to a certain extent. Like in the moment, I might be frustrated, but like those are my favorite times and trips. When you look back, you're like, yo, that sucked. But that was also a yeah. great fucking story. So I, to me, this is just something I could sit back and watch. It's just I, I think it's not the easiest thing to kind of soak out material that we could talk about. Maybe it's just a, a feeling I like from it more than actual content. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a good way to put it. It it didn't feel like there was as much to talk about. And I remember thinking this like halfway through the episode, like, holy fuck, a lot has happened. And I can't really remember a, a little bit of it, which is why I think so much of, of our conversation today has been about like personal stories relating to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we found a way to stretch it, us but, into two episodes. Leave it to us. Take the most boring yeah. fucking jackass thing <laughs> ever. No make idea. you guys suffer for two fucking episodes with us. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. I, I, I was I was like sleepo, sleeping the whole time and waking up and being like, hey, can I tell a joke quickly? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of like being on a road trip in a way, wasn't it, boys? A little bit. Yeah, yeah it was. A lot of sharing of stories, derailing things. It's nice. Bef- uh, yeah. Before we close off the conversation on it, I just okay. want to draw our attention because it's kind of in the background and I don't think they do enough to focus on just how fucked up that last gumball rally party probably is. Right. Think about all the money. Think about oh, Tim God, Powers man. being Tim Powers. Now, all of a sudden, they don't have to worry about waking up the next day to drive another thousand miles like this absolutely had masked sex and homeless cage fighting. Uh, what are some 100% there's like Rufus and I'm not the even joking. they flew him in from America they absolutely did and they paid him a ham sandwich and that's it that's all they gave him and then they made him find his own way home and when he said no but I need to get back to LA they said you're homeless you don't have a home technically you're there right now and then they pushed him down a flight yeah of they broke like, out the contract the- being like yeah we said we get you home but you don't have a home yes. so they use yes, their, their exactly. best lawyers. They paid their lawyers a hundred grand just to like get that contract out and instead of just flying to him avoid home. to avoid buying a, a two thousand dollar flight for him. They yeah, they, they spent a hundred thousand on his lawyers. What else do you guys think happened at that party? We got the cage fighting, the homeless cage fighting, we got the the masks uh the the mask sex. Gay sex for sure. I feel like with, with, this, the, the with elite has to have well. gay sex or child sex. Child sex. It's the elite, man. Do you not hear the oh, news the elite, these days? Yeah, you're kind of, yeah. Chris is a big Pizzagate guy. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. And all that QAnon shit. You <laughs> <laughs> should Balenciaga okay, is up party. to no good, man. It's scary, man. They, honestly, they're trying to groom these fucking kids, man. Fuck them. Trump was supposed to save us, but they fucking kicked them out of office. Bullshit. <laughs> Chris, you have to, you have to, you, you do not do that on this podcast. You have to wink to the camera now because I don't want them as listeners. Dude, do you know how good of a mob that is? They're fucking vocal. We all get so many fucking likes. It's my boys, you know? It's my fam. Okay. All right. Well, I know I'm going to wear my uh, anti-Biden shirt next next week. Anti-Biden. <laughs> Sounds like a punk band. Anti-Biden, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, big party, though. Everybody's raging. Wild sex, booze. You know there's at least one guy, though, in the kitchen in a like a wool sweater and a beanie playing an acoustic guitar somewhere in there, you know? E- you know what? You're guy, probably right, but you know? it's it's. I think in this case, that guy's in a cage, and people get to throw <laughs> food at him. <laughs> okay, I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's the gumball rally, boys. Holy <laughs> shit, we made it! And in the words of Chris Pontius, I think there's no better way to close this out than when he said, "It was horrible. I hated all the countries and the other racers. I never wanted to go to these countries." These people were ugly, and they didn't even know who I was. <laughs> and he calls them racist, too. Yeah. 
He's like the guy, the guy running around in in countries that notoriously hate the United States in U.S. underwear and flags, wrestling men. And he's like, I don't know. They didn't like me for some reason. (laughs) All right. Should we do one more round of MVP LVP? Let's do the MVPs and LVPs. Um, uh, Chris, you want to start us off? I can go if you want. Yeah, go for it. I'm 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 going to give in this one the yin yang combination of Chris Pontius and Stevo. It it just it has to be. And I know Stevo was sleepo this whole time and he kind of shit the bed a little bit, but their dynamic was the only thing that gave this any substance. Um um the 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 I will give a nod to that uh, uh young Peter Jan who kicked Jeff Tremaine in the nuts, but that was from that was from last week's one because I think that kid was a stone cold killer. Um, but no, I think I think the dynamic between Chris Pontius and Steve-O, that that weird mix of like love and hate was so on display here, and I think that's the only reason why this is worth watching. I, okay, I got mine. Okay, go for it, man. The Russian police because they're stern. Oh yes, but fair. Well, that was easy. yes. That's Too a great one. Almost. That's I a like great it. one. Uh, I don't know how I missed that one. Yeah, I should have jumped right on that. But um, yeah, it's kind of hard to say. I don't know why I don't think of this shit more while we're doing this. <laughs> That's what makes uh, it, makes fun, it more fun, right? <laughs> I purposely don't. Yeah. You know what? Uh, let's go with uh, on this one. You know what? I'm going to. Yeah, I know who I'm going to go with on this one, actually. Uh, let's do the guy who fucking got in the car wreck and almost lost his ear because Despite all of that, despite being in a terrible car accident, somehow he managed to save his Polaroid camera and keep it in good enough condition <laughs> to take Polaroid photos to share with his friends. That's a good point. Everybody gets one. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good one. Uh, so LVPs, I'll start us off. Uh, my LVP in this one, you know, sometimes I want to go with a joke one. I went with Johnny Knoxville's uh, uh, handlebar mus- mustache on, on the last episode. This one's not a joke. Uh, and I hate doing it. I think I've done this once before in the history of this podcast. My LVP is Johnny Knoxville on this one. Whoa. Wasn't didn't do enough like you. you, And I know a lot of people didn't do enough in, in this in this episode. But like he is the captain. He has to find a way to pull more together. And he just wasn't there at all. It's not enough to point at a sign and say uh, uh, middle fart, although that is pretty funny. Um, uh, he's, he's he had to be there for a little bit more. And I, I don't know what more that could have been, but it just it, it wasn't on display. So Johnny Knoxville is my LVP. Uh, my LVP is the Latvian gangsters. They had the oh. fucking score of a lifetime. They had a convoy of fucking like million dollar cars and shit with a bunch of rich people with money. All they had to do is fucking put some spike strips on the road, take out some machine yep. guns. You're sure they got all that out there and the Latvian gangsters couldn't get the job done. So they are the LVPs. That's true. I'm actually going to go on the other side of that divide and say cops on this one. Because anytime a cop appeared in this show, th- there was no fucking fun cops on this show. Yeah, like, that's ah, true. Look at, these, look at these young lads getting into trouble. Like, they're always fucking taking away licenses or slowing down the procession or just trying to like ruin the fun. So fucking European cops, you lose this episode. Yeah, speaking speaking of slowing down, I could have given a big LVP for whoever it was that died in that funeral procession in the last in, in our last week's episode and held up half the gumball rally yeah. as a result of their funeral procession. Maybe next time. 
Maybe next time. Maybe next time we rewatch the gumball rally, I'll use that. Next one. time someone dies on Jackass, you could you could save that, <laughs> keep that one loaded. Um, but yeah, that pretty much takes us to the end of this episode and uh, the end of Jackass TV boys. Officially, we've done it. Yeah. For now, for now, Fuck, I should man. say, because who knows what the future holds, right? Yeah. No, we still got so, a while, boys. Well, I well, mean, no, just line, jackass, like the mainline jackass TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was yeah, the yeah, last yeah, thing yeah, we yeah, had. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And there we have it, boys. Episode 88. It was great. Uh, I don't know if I can dedicated to Ooh. Eric Lindros. And, uh, <laughs> 88's not a good number, man. No? What's wrong that's, with 88? That's a Nazi number. Is it? Yeah. The He's HH making shit up. Heil Hitler. 88. That's why they always got 88 tattoos. No fucking way. But eight is a really lucky is number true? in Jewish in religion, Jewish which is actually kind of ironic. Eh? But yeah. yeah, no, that's that's Weird. if you like look see like the guys in jail and shit. Oh yeah, I have seen that. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh, they suck. Yeah, fucking assholes. Oh, thanks, Chris. Now I have to somehow transition out of this and segue into if you want to talk to us uh, <laughs> at Jackass Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and all that shit, uh, or you can email us Jackass pod at gmail.com and, and uh, give us your thoughts. What do you think of this? Uh, tell us your road trip stories. We'd love to hear them if you got some good ones. And uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you as usual. Anything else, boys, before we wrap up? Stone cold silence over there. I, I'm noticing. Well, I thought so. I, I was just going to leave you to it. I thought I thought you were on Shit. a good roll there. Yeah. No, thanks, man. No, I appreciate that. Um, all right. Well, uh, Bye, I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!